All right, welcome to another episode of Ruthless Obsession. I am your host, Kevin. And I'm Scott. Hey, we're getting it down. Um, and we have a lot to get into today. Just the first thing I want to, we were joking, uh, well, I was laughing before we went on air just now. Scotty thought there was only one Clay Matthews, and it was the... No, 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 no. <laughs> yes, you did. I think there was totally... one. I thought that Clay Matthews Jr. was up for the Hall of Fame vote, not senior. And I was very appalled by that. Okay. Well, I, I, there's, there's a, there's a, there's a, uh, well, yeah, hmm, hmm, that's good stuff. You're, um, <laughs> um, uh, line? No, this is rough. Big uh, oof. This is like the, uh, this is like the, uh, Steve Harvey, not quite like the Steve Harvey Miss America, the Miss Universe. Do you remember that a couple years ago? I do, I do remember that. We got he, it wrong. He got well. He he read the card wrong, and I feel like that's something I would do. I don't blame him at all for that. That is definitely something you would do. You also probably be the South Carolina Miss America answer too. On you know why do American kids not know where Iraq is on a map? Remember that one? That's no. Tell me, tell me about it. Oh, she went into this whole thing about how, and it just was nonsensical. You could tell that she just wasn't sure what was really being asked. Is this the? like such as the Iraq. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. That Nailed was it. probably the cringiest moment in video recorded history, I think. Because, wow. Yeah, you could just tell that. About Kanye and uh Kanye and and Taylor Swift. That was see, that wasn't cringy. I wouldn't say that that was definitely not Did you watch it live? Of course, I didn't watch it live. What it was the People's Choice Night, People's Choice 2004. <laughs> it was the Grammys for like best music video or something. Okay, whatever. I mean, it's maybe still... it was the MTV Awards. Either way, it wasn't. Uh, any... Yeah. Speaking of Steve Harvey, seamless transition. Last night was the Hall of Fame, the NFL Honors Awards show. I know, right? That was good, Andrew. You yeah, liked that? Good. I like it. That was good. Yeah, it was all planned. Um, even the sputtering at the beginning. Uh, and uh, they handed out tons of awards last night. Um, I want to just—I won't go through them all right now. But Scotty, which one are you happiest about, and and think was the worst decision? Worst decision. Oh, okay. <clears throat> so I'm happy about a lot of these. Actually, I'm not going to lie. I'm I'm happy that I'm happy. You only choose one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, all right. I think the one that I'm we like, happiest. We like to, sorry, I like that we like to talk over each other, like I just did, and put each other put, put ourselves in boxes on this show. Yeah. So that's what I, that's what I'm doing to you. Both yeah, boxes are fun. All right, the one that I'm happiest for is Aaron Rodgers winning the MVP because I thought that he had an amazing season. It was totally a rebound year where all the media and everyone, like even signs from the organization, were like, "Okay, it's time to move on." And Aaron Rodgers said, "No, no, no! I'm going to win the MVP this year, and we're going to be the number one seed." And they did, and and it was that was I think that was awesome. So I'm pretty happy about that. I'm happy for Aaron Rodgers. I'm happy for the Packers fans. You know, that haven't lived in Wisconsin for a long period of time. Like it's 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 it feel, it's a feel good thing. The thing that I the one that I'm least I don't know I I can't say that I'm mad about. I can't say that it's not a deserving, but I'm just horribly upset that this person won over what could have been, and that was Justin Herbert winning the Offensive Rookie of the Year. I think that Joe Burrow was well on track to win that award before he got injured. With all the statistics that he was throwing out there, all the touchdowns, all the yards, I mean, he was 
the Bengals were not the Bengals were not great, but he was actually he was doing amazing things for that offense. He was putting those t- that team in a position to win games that they had no business even winning before he got he, before he got just so sadly injured. I think by the team that by the team that you know the Chargers who won the you know it's just it's bullshit. Scotty, you are the only person that can take. You can take any any topic and turn it into talking about the Bengals. Joe Burrow has no place in this discussion. He he didn't like what you're saying is not wrong, but come on, man. Like, I'm saying he was on track to to be the hands down favorite for offensive rookie of the year before he got hurt. He but was you, okay. You did, he but was going to break all Baker Mayfield's you, records for rookies. You took the question and you made it into what you wanted to talk about. <laughs> You're not upset that Justin Herbert won the rookie. You think it's well-deserved. There was no one was snubbed. The only thing that happened is that your player didn't, wasn't able to finish the season. I'm pretty sure that I prefaced the whole thing by saying I wasn't upset about it, and I just wish that I think a different reality could have come to pass. Had he not got hurt, he was on pace. He was on pace to win the rookie of the year. He was. That's an objective fact. I don't know what to say to that. You, 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 you're giving me nothing. I've got I've got nothing to respond with. I've got no interest in talking about this. I've got nowhere to go. You're just gonna drop a, a Joe Burrow dead fish in my lap, and I don't know what to do with that. He had he had two thousand six hundred eighty eight yards, thirteen touchdowns, only five interceptions. That is all right. What are you doing? Kevin, let me, let's hear your thoughts. <laughs> let's hear your thoughts. I'm a Bengals fan. Look, no, no, Bengals. no, 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 please. Know, no, no, know? no, please. Again, run through all of Joe Burrow's stats for me again, and then we'll see where the conversation goes. I think it's going to really be really helpful. Give me, give me some of the, give me some more of that. Give me every single stat he said. Give me his college stats too. Did he play high school ball? I assume he did. He probably played some basketball in high school. Give me his ba- high school basketball stats. Athens, and then we'll Ohio. talk about Justin Herbert. Athens, Ohio. Thank you very much. All right, go move on. What, what? Give me your thoughts on the. I'm just. I'm. I'm. I've. I've got. I've got. I'm not upset about a single thing aside from one Hall of Fame snub, but but all the awards I'm fine with. I'm okay with Justin Herbert getting that. I'm. I'm okay with Chase Young getting Defensive Player of the Year. I'm even okay with Aaron Donald winning the uh, the Defensive Player of the Year over T.J. Watt. Do you want to know what T.J.? Here's the reason you didn't get it. Is because. Everybody knows that you were just the best player on the Steelers this year. I mean, you had all the you had all the stats, but Aaron Donald is unquestionably the better player. Like stats aren't everything. I mean, if it was just a stat competition, then everybody would be tweaking their game to just get stats. It's about being the best defensive player. And I'm sorry, TJ, you're not double and triple teamed every other snap. Give me a break with this. Everybody's all butthurt. Everybody, everybody in Pittsburgh's all like all up in arms about TJ Watt. Give me a break, dude. Anybody can watch the film and, and know and see definitively that Aaron Donald is a freak of nature. He, I, no one wants to play against him. I mean, he's the best. Every player in the league would tell you that. Oh, they, nobody's going to say anything bad about TJ. There's nothing bad, you know, other than his jersey colors. There's nothing wrong with the guy. He's a great player. But he's not the defensive player of the year, like the best defensive player out there. I mean, am I saying anything that's off base here? No, I agree. And I think that there would be a lot of teams, though, that would love to have TJ on there. Like, sorry, Scott, for jumping over. Not, but, but like, like I'm, I'm pretty sure every team just about would be like, 
oh yeah, I'll take TJ Watt. He'll make our defense better. He's a great player. Okay. So so every, everybody wanting the player makes him defensive player of the year. Andrew, that that, that that's not a that doesn't. You can want him. That doesn't mean he's the best. Everyone yeah. everyone would also very much want Aaron Donald. You know. Oh yeah. And here's the thing about statistics though, like. Yes, of course. A defensive end slash linebacker hybrid is probably going to have more tackles and potentially more sacks than a defensive tackle. It's just it's the nature of the position. So statistically, yes, you're probably going to have a little bit higher numbers, but that doesn't mean anything. I don't think – I mean, Aaron Donald is double-teamed almost every single play, sometimes maybe even triple-teamed, you know? They're not doing that to TJ. They're not game-planning around TJ Watt. They're game-planning around Aaron Donald, and that's why and- to win. And T.J. Watt, you could, one could argue, and I'm, I, I'll put this out there, but I don't have the stats to back it up. One could argue that T.J. Watt's stats might have been a little bit hair inflated because of all the other defensive stars that were injured for the Steelers. I mean, two or three of their top draft picks were out for the season, so there was no one else. So uh, the, the thing I'm happiest about, it's not Aaron Donald. It's my coach, Kevin Stefanski, getting coach of the year. I think the only other the only other people up for it were um, McDermott with the Bills and Flores with the Dolphins, um, but yeah, I'm not going to go and ooze all over you know my Brown fanhood and, and and all this stuff. But I think the Browns gained some serious respect across the league, and it starts with the head coach. Very happy. Makes sense. He's definitely deserving. I would say McDermott is probably a very close second with the Bills team. Uh, I think if the, if the Bills had gone, you know, four and 12 last year, you know, I think he would have probably even potentially even won this year. Uh, But the Bills had a little bit, they had a, they had a less, lesser of a hill to climb than the Browns did to get to where they were at the end of the season. So for that reason, I think Stefanski definitely, you know, who on the Bills deserves coach of the year more than, than McDermott, the quarterback coach. Who, who took Josh Allen from people who had serious, serious question marks. And he won, he won an award, right? Didn't he? He, he won something yesterday. Sure, I don't know. Josh Allen. Yeah. Josh Allen. Yeah. No, I don't think he did. No, no, whatever. But he, he they, but he's erased all yeah. of those questions. I think everybody in Buffalo is happy with Josh Allen and confident going forward. At least Here's, for the next four so years. This, really Josh Allen was second in the MVP voting the that's mvp voting that's right yeah. that's right i could see him but you know here's a, and i could say i would probably i think that josh allen should have won offensive player of the year over derrick henry maybe but you know i i i think there's something to be said about obviously it's a quarterback league i think that when because the mvp award has essentially become the best quarterback award I think that we can leave offensive player of the year for the best skill guy. I, mean, not, not I don't. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and you know, we, if we're complaining about positions and stuff, no, I don't think an offensive lineman's ever won any, even sniffed one of those awards. So, I mean, you know, the whole teams can go, can, can fall apart if they lose their best tackle or something like that. So, right. Unrecognized. That's all right. They don't play for, uh, they don't score points. So it doesn't matter. I'm I'm pro O line if you can't tell big 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 O line guy. Hey, sometimes they can't score those points on those those goal line sets with the you know the tackle as the as the you know masked tight end you know. Oh, yeah. Those are those oh, are yeah. some good touchdowns. Those are good. Always like a big man celebration. Yeah, big man dance. 
also last night, I don't think they announced it. Did they announce it during the show? Um, but the Hall of Fame uh, award winners or yeah, Hall of Fame inductees. Yeah, they announced it throughout the night. Yeah. Um, so uh, tons of really great players, obviously, are going into the Hall of Fame. Um, not many that I am upset about uh, them getting in. However, Clay Matthews Sr., we started the show with it. I mean, getting snubbed. And, you know, I don't know. It's one of those things where Clay Matthews' career is is – is not flashy because he didn't win any championships, um, but he played for 20 seasons. I mean, 19 seasons. I mean, 16 with one team. Like, it's like Larry Fitzgerald. Larry Fitzgerald hasn't won anything, but he's unquestionably a Hall of Famer. I mean, everybody knows it. They talk about him like he's a Hall of Famer because he's been so good for so long and he's played for such a long time. And he's incredibly, he means so much to that team in Arizona. That's very much how Clay Matthews' career was too, and I just I'm bummed out for him and, and his family, but because I know they want it really bad, and it'd be different if like you know they didn't care and well, whatever. Like I don't I don't I don't get into that kind of thing, but I think the Matthews family wants that recognition because he is right there. He's so close. I mean I don't know. What, just give me your, give me your thoughts, Scotty, on you, on the Hall of Fame in general. You can talk about Clay Matthews if you want, but you you accuse me of being a homer, but then now you're going to come on here and say that like okay, Clay Matthews, you know, should totally be in the. I mean, hold on a minute. No, hold on. no one, I'm no stopping one. you right there, can Andrew. Can you mute him or something, Scotty? If I had did if I did what you had done for, for this whatever this talking point, I would have I would have pivoted to talking about a Browns player that has nothing to do with this discussion. Like I will be talking about like uh, Kellen Winslow jr. Who played like three good seasons. Hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. He was, he was not in the discussion. He didn't even finish this. He couldn't finish the season. I'm I'm just saying like, I'm, this is Clay Matthews was, was a finalist. I'm not, I'm not being a homer here. I'm saying that I'm bummed. You're being a homer. And here's why Clay Matthews, Clay Matthews, Clay Matthews will be in the Hall of Fame, selected by the veterans, you know, committee or whatever, the legacy, whatever. That then that will be all fine and good, you know, and that, that and that'll be what he gets what he deserves. No one when you're talking about voting for the list of people here, no one even knows what Clay Matthews did. You know, they know his son. That's why I feel like, oh, Clay Matthews Jr., why the hell is he on the Hall of Fame ballot right now? He, you know, like look, the guy might have been good. But how long has he been out of the league? What since like like the nineties? Okay, if he's not been in then. What what makes you think he's going to be in now? And if you if you, if you talk to others... anybody, hold on a second. If you talk to anybody that watched football in the seventies, eighties, and nineties, right? They know everything about Clay Matthews. Right. They know how good he is. Well, right. no, 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 not right. No, 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 no. You can't just right. be like, oh, he shouldn't get in because nobody knows what what. So what why he hasn't did. he been put in already? If he's if he's been he's that right good, there. He's right there. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I, but he's been right there for 30 years, Kevin. I mean, he's been eligible for the Hall of Fame since 2001. I mean, what the hell? It's been 20 years since. Okay, since so are you so? Okay, so are you suggesting that you put uh, a cap? You're eligible for the Hall of Fame up to 10 years after you retire. After that, if you're not in, you're done. You're out. They do that no in baseball. More. They do that in baseball, where after 10 years, you you don't you know you're done, but your name gets basically taken off the ballot, and then there's that you know, group of veterans or wh- whatever other counts or committee that, that decides to put people in, they get put in. And that's what should happen here with, with Clay Matthews, because clearly not enough people think that he's good and it's not going to get any better. His stats don't just come, sum up, you know, come up again. People are going to forget who he is. I, I forgot who he is. No one, no one, no football fan 
our age and our generation has any idea who Clay Matthews is other than he's the father of Clay Matthews Jr. Okay, I I, I was talking I, – I, I said what I said based on how the system is about the results that we have about who was a finalist and who was not, okay? There's a totally valid discussion about the rules of the Hall of Fame, putting that cap in place or doing what baseball does and having after a certain amount of time – these people take over and maybe you'll get in. I'm fine with that. I think I, if, we, if we really parsed it down and flesh it out, I think that I would totally – there's, there's a reality where I'm in favor of if you're not a first ballot Hall of Famer, you're not a Hall of Famer. I mean, that seems fair to me. I mean, if you, if you are not obviously a Hall of Famer, five, you know, whatever, after you retire, why would you even be put in even as a legacy person to, like, feel good and remember, like, all oh, the glory days of whatever team? I, I, I could even get there, but we're not talking about that. We're talking about what we have and based on what happened and how we know the things work now, I am bummed for Clay Matthews. I'm allowed to have, I'm allowed to feel that way. You are. But if Clay Matthews played 17 years for the Eagles, you would, we wouldn't be having this conversation right now because you wouldn't know who he is. And that's, that's the end of that. So you're, you're doing the same homerism that you're accusing me of. Scotty, look at, look at you. I mean, oh. all right. I, I can't handle you today. No, no, there's no one. There's no one. Don't give yourself a there's, point. I got, I got a point. What the hell is that? I got a point. Yeah, you got it. You got to point to the ceiling. Um. All right. Well. Okay. Anything else on the Hall of Fame instead of shaming me for for liking you know for being yeah. bummed for one player? Really pumped for Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning. That's that's exciting thing. It's it's you know it was not a, obviously a surprise, but I think it's pretty cool that he's going to be enshrined. I'm looking forward to that ceremony. I will definitely watch it. You know, it'd be cool if we could go. I mean, we might have a chance to go. Who knows? But if not, that's definitely a Hall of Fame speech that I would watch. Um, I think it's pretty cool. I'm also very excited about Calvin Johnson, too. He was one of those guys that you weren't sure because he, he definitely could have played longer. And he only, well, it was like eight seasons or so that he played. But the fact that they put him in first ballot, I think, is an awesome thing, too, because he definitely – he definitely revolutionized the wide receiver game, you know, in the, in the time that he played. So pretty jazzed about that too. Don't really think that there's a, a, a huge snub out there. It would be cool if Reggie Wayne got in the same year as, as uh, Peyton Manning did understand that, you know, they don't, I don't know if he, he might've been on the ballot last year, but I understand that like maybe, you know, it needs to be a little bit of time before someone like him could get in. <clears throat> but uh, that's, that's how I feel about the hall of fame. I think yeah, overall I, uh, pretty good. Yeah. I, um, so this is a bit of a tangent, but I always I always find it interesting when a, a player like you know Manning has so many good wide receivers and the transition from you know Marvin Harrison to Reggie Wayne or like the transition from Roddy White to Julio Jones, which now is Julio Jones to Calvin Ridley. Like those transitions, like especially for Harrison and Wayne, they kind of blurred for me. Even though they was all kind of I was watching football, it's not like I you know went anywhere, but they kind of blurred and and for some reason when Peyton Manning was doing a lot of his winning and going deep into the playoffs for some reason Marvin Harrison's in my mind instead of Reggie Wayne and Reggie Wayne feels much newer to me even though I'm sure that he is actually better than Marvin Harrison but I don't know Maybe I wish we had I Nick I wish we had yeah. Nick here because he would go off on you right now because <laughs> Reggie good, Wayne deserves it <laughs> I'm sure he does I'm not saying he doesn't I'm not saying he doesn't at all um, the, the two things I'm, I'm happy about with this class is even though he's a stealer, Alan Fanica, I remember watching that guy and knowing he was the best lineman 
in football. Like I remember that being such a cool thing, even though it's it's for a team I don't like. Um, and then John Lynch. I mean, John Lynch was one of those hard nosed, hard hitting, just great football players. I mean, John I, I, yeah, I, I, I mean, John Lynch was 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 great. You watch John Lynch highlights, and you get pumped about football. Like if you if you really, uh, everybody in every football fan in the world in like early June should just watch a John Lynch highlight and it'll get you stoked. It'll get you, you'll be watching just watching one John Lynch highlight in June. will have you watch like paying attention and, and tuning in to all the, the preseason training camp stuff. Cause it's just, it's just football, man. That's how it used to be. It's a ball. It's a pretty boy game. Now it's like all flash and all that stuff. Not John Lynch's era. He hit you hard. It was good. It was good stuff. Was good stuff. Charles also, Woodson. He probably would. He, oh yeah. John Lynch wouldn't be able to play in the league today with all the rule changes and things like that. It was a different era, and it was a good era. But also, you know, I guess player safety is really important. We're so. not putting our bodies on the line, and we're just talking about it. Yeah, yeah, I would yeah. Agree. We're, we're... <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, all right. Well, uh, unless you guys have any more on that, um, let's talk about. Uh, so, so just some news. I think that that was a that was our big topic for today. Other things I want to get into, just a quick yes or no or this or that for the Super Bowl, which I know we've already kind of covered the Super Bowl a little bit. Um, but then Carson Wentz. So Carson Wentz has requested a trade. Um, I think I, I guess the the relationship with the ownership and the head, the new head, the brand new head coach, not great. Um, and he wants a, a change of scenery, just like Deshaun Watson is asking for as well. Um, I guess, I guess I'll give you my take on where I think if I were Carson once I'd want to go, but also just as a football fan, where I where I, I want to see him play as well. And and I think that there are there are tons of quarterback needy teams out there, like there like kind of are every year. But I think if I just purely based on being a football fan and liking watching football, I want Carson Wentz to go, I think, to the Saints. And I know they got Jameis, but Drew Brees retiring, Sean Payton. Could you see Wentz and Taysom Hill and all of the skill talent they have around? I mean, it's. I'm not saying Wentz is anything close to Drew Brees, but is he close to older, slowed-down Drew Brees? Yeah, yeah, he definitely is. I mean, I, I, I mean, and, and I like Jameis too. Actually, I, I think Carson Wentz and Jameis Winston are fairly similar quarterbacks. If you, I mean, if you're, I don't know, that's that's just me, but I think he could do some damage in, in New Orleans. And, and I don't I, like that would be so much more entertaining and fun than seeing him go to like the Broncos or like the Texans. Like I don't want any of that. You know, what do you think? Yeah, I Saints are. That's an intriguing one. I think that I think that him playing for the saints actually might be a decent fit for everyone. Uh, particularly since Carson Wentz really has a track record of only playing like 11 or 12 games a season. Like that's something that the saints are pretty used to now and they have good backups. So I think that actually can be a pretty good fit. Yeah. You know, I, I'm, you know, it sounds like the reports is that, that the Eagles are holding Wentz's value in the same regard as Stafford. Um, and that is something that I don't think that I don't, I wouldn't agree That's with, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I think that if they're, if they're going to trade him and they're looking for that type of a value, uh, first of all, I don't think there's very many teams that even could have, could, 
they even have the draft capital or whoever to, to give up that type of stuff to get wins, or if they even would, because I would definitely take Stafford over wins every single day of the week. I think that's probably, you know, closer to an undisputed fact than not. I could see him totally going somewhere like, I mean, it's just the Broncos make so much sense. And it's, I, I agree with you that I wouldn't really enjoy it. And I think he probably would fail there. Uh, I think he, the Saints are a better team where he could probably have some success. But I'm not really a bit, I'm not a big Carson Wentz guy. I'm not really high on him. I mean, all the success that the Eagles really had, it wasn't really with Wentz. I mean, Wentz won some games, but I would put Wentz, I would put Wentz in the same category as Jared Goff. You know, he's a starting quarterback in the NFL. He'll, he's not going to lose the game for you. He's probably not going to win the game for you either. He's not a, he's not a superstar with elite playmaking talent. He's a, you know, a, an okay average run of the mill quarterback. And so whatever team he goes on, they're probably going to, you know, they'll go eight and eight, seven and nine, nine and seven. They'll, you know, but whatever. And, and that'll be it. So pick whatever team in the league that you want to see that happen to for the next three or four years. And that's the, where Carson Wentz goes. I don't know. That's, yes, that's my I got a question for you. So you're a head coach in the NFL. Congratulations. Mm -hmm. uh, the owner has told you, hey, you have one more year. Okay. I, I know we signed you for like 30 years, but this is this next year is it. Okay. Uh, you need to win as many games as possible. And we'll, we'll, I'll, I'll make my decision of keeping you after that. Okay. You've got a, an average defense. You've got average skill players on offense. Great special teams, strangely. But – you get to choose between Carson Wentz or Andy Dalton. Who do you go with? I would have to. This, go is, this silence is palpable. I can taste it. What the, what's, what's the matter with you? That's that's a tough question. Yeah, that's well, a, that's the point. Cause, yeah. Because here's, here's the thing. I'm not going to lie. As much as a fan I am as Andy Dalton, if – I only have one year left to keep my job. I'm not super pumped about either quarterback, to be honest with you. I, options, man. And I think that I would probably go with Carson Wentz because Dalton, Dalton, I know what I'm getting. Andy Dalton is a guy where I would more, be more than happy to sign him and play and play him for a season as I'm waiting to like, you know, I already have a, a, a young quarterback that I drafted and I want some mentor, you know, that type of thing as, you know, he, like a, like a Justin Herbert situation, although he can play and he played his first year. But like, if I had a quarterback like that and like, all right, let's play Dalton. He'll teach him some things. Maybe I'll put, put the new guy in, you know, in the second half, whatever. And that, that's, that's the purpose he's going to serve. Andy Dalton's not going to win, win you a whole bunch of games and take you to the playoffs to save your career. Okay. Carson wins probably can't do that either, but I'm probably going to take, take my chances with Carson over, over what I know I'm going to get with Andy Dalton. Fair enough. Um, well, I don't, I don't know if you love anything more in life than, than talking Andy Dalton football. Even though I brought it up, I recognize that. You did. It was you. That was you. I definitely did. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm down for. I, I feel bad for for Wentz. I feel bad for Goff too. I think we already covered that one, but I feel bad for Wentz only because he it was looking so bright, and it's kind of fallen off the map a little bit, kind of like. Josh Allen or Jared, Jared, oh my gosh, Jared Goff. Is that his name? Jared Goff? Yeah. I'm saying his first and last name together for the first time in my life. And it sounds strange to me. Jared <laughs> Goff. Jared um, but I'm also kind of, I'm, 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 I'm happy. Like, we're going to the homerism thing because 
everybody was crapping on the Browns for not taking Carson Wentz. Even up to like a year and a half ago, they were still saying like, what a, like, what a bad, bad choice. Look at all the quarterbacks the Browns have passed on, blah, blah, blah. I think that you're not wrong with where, what your opinion is on where Wentz is now. He, he is an average, maybe a slightly above average quarterback who's got potential. It's all about coaching. You're telling me if you give, if you give Belichick a Wentz or you give Stefanski a Wentz or you give Sean Payton a Wentz, he couldn't be so much better than he is. I mean, heck, how, 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 how much different really, how much different really is, is Carson Wentz from, from Josh Allen? Maybe a little bit more mobile, but or maybe a little less mobile. But with McDermott, they could they could totally use Wentz. Like Wentz is a good, a good quarterback. He will have the team competing somewhere for, for competing within their division for the next three years at least. Because like, he's that he's that good. Now, if he if he you know if he turns the corner, he could blow up, or he could do the the exact opposite. But all right, how about this then for you, Carson, Carson Wentz? to the Raiders to work with Gruden. How you feel about that? I mean, fine. I just, I, for some reason, because I know John Gruden is so bought in, or at least was so bought in on Derek Carr, his, his, it's like a taste level thing. I just don't know if he's got good taste in quarterback. I mean, John Gruden is a, is a, is a culture guy. I mean, obviously he knows his football. He's an NFL head coach, but you bring John Gruden in. I mean, I don't know. I just don't I don't know if I trust John Gruden's quarterback decision making. He likes jo, or, um he like likes Derek Carr a lot. I don't get that. I just I don't see what's so special about Derek Carr at all. Maybe. So like so you put Carson Wentz over there. Okay, he'll probably be what what Derek Carr is. Okay, you know, but there's no upgrade to me there because I don't know that their coaching staff can elevate a quarterback. What do you guys maybe think? I'm not, maybe, maybe I'm sorry, sorry, sorry to keep uh, going on this. Maybe I'm not giving Derek Carr enough credit because I just have already kind of written him off, and maybe he had a perfectly fine to to good season last year. That could be it. But I think, you know, my, my perception I, think that, I think that you're. I don't think that you're giving Derek Carr not enough credit. I think Derek Carr is not a very good quarterback. I think that you are. I think that you're overhyping John Gruden's public ability to motivate and have confidence in his players as he's a big Derek Carr guy. I mean, John Gruden is the type of leader and motivator that he's not going to go out in the media and say, well, you know, we're, we're going to pursue our options and it's anyone's competition, whatever. He's going to be, I love Derek Carr. Derek Carr is my quarterback. We, we're with him. That's, that's how he's going to be. That's how he's going to portray his support. No, well, that's, that, that is true. But this is before he even got the Raiders job. He was talking about how much he liked Derek Carr. Like that's where it goes way back. Like, hey, Derek Carr, Derek Carr coming out of. I think part of the reason he took that job was because Derek Carr was there. That's where it comes from. I disagree completely. He took that job. I mean, that was was the reporting. I'm not just making it up. He took the job because he knows the ownership. He knows the family. They were going to give him carte blanche to do whatever he wanted with the football team, and he said, "Hell yeah, let's do it." Derek Carr. He he was high on the guy out of Nevada or whatever wherever college he came from and thought he was thought he was pretty good and and you know was like hey I could work with this but that doesn't mean that doesn't mean for a second that he's ride or die with Derek Carr I think the the first chance he gets to get a, a good good quarterback he's gonna do it okay I mean I just don't know if he views Carson Wentz as any any good no I don't know either but. Uh, uh. 
that's what we're gonna resort to, really. We're gonna, <laughs> I, 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 I want, I want to try to get a ah, into every show from now on. Great, brilliant. Good yeah. <laughs> radio, right? Me, repeat everything I say too. So we're stop copying me, stop copying me like that. We're we gonna do that next. Huh? What is happening? Could you guys what? see Carson Wentz going to the Colts? No. No. I still see him in blue. I could see him going to the Colts, but I also can see that not working out the way they want him to. See him in blue. <laughs> good, good question though. I mean, Col- Colts need it. I I could see. You know what else? The Colts. I wish we had Nick here too. They like Brissett, man. They like Jacoby. They they really like him. I'm telling you, they incorporated him into the office when they offense when they already had Philip Rivers slinging the rock. Are you kidding me? Like they like Jacoby Brissett. I don't know if I like Jacoby Brissett, but the dude's got heart. I don't think they like they. I don't think they like him that much because they had a full season with Jacoby and they went out and got Philip Rivers. So I love the right. I love the which players have heart conversation. I love that. The grit, grit and heart, two things you got to have. That's right. Got to you got love grit. Um, okay, let's wrap things up. Um, I've got a top three for you, but we'll save that. I I want to go quickly and like maybe we'll call this like one sentence. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna say th- I'm gonna say one option or another option, and you just give me your choice, which one you would choose, and and one quick sentence, quick sentence on why. And maybe uh you know you can you can volley something back to me too because you know. I know we all care about what you think, Scotty, but you know, it's, there's an and in between our names on the show title. All right, the, these are sp- specifically Super Bowl related. So, first one, Kelsey or Gronk? Today or all time? I don't know. I, I, I didn't. I didn't write down today or all time. Kel- Kelsey. So don't, don't ask questions. Go for it. <laughs> these are really important questions. I would take Kelsey because over the last four seasons, he's been the most dominant tight end, and Gronk has been inconsistent. Did you know they're the same age? Really? I did Isn't not that know. crazy? I learned that the other day, too. They're mm-hmm. exactly the same age. Andy Reid or Bruce Arians? Andy Reid. Andy Reid because, Andy Reid because he's, he's, he's done so much for with, with not a lot for a long time, and I'm really happy with what he's doing right now in, in Kansas City. Donovan McNabb wasn't a lot. I mean that dude. Oh, we don't. I want to. We don't have to. We don't have to go into Donovan McNabb radio. Although we could, and maybe we should. Maybe next time. Um, Bell or Brown? How about that? One of those two guys is going to win a Super Bowl. <laughs> That's very disappointing. Both. I guess. I guess Bell over Brown because. Bell was, you know, talking smack when he was in Pittsburgh or whatever, and he he got he got he got a do- big dose of reality in the New York Jets. So, you know, he's been pretty quiet ever since then. So, I think for that reason, let's go. Whereas, you know, AB just, you know, I don't know, took his medicine. Yeah. How about this? How about this? This is this is related, but I would say Bell as well. I don't. Antonio Brown has some real real stuff going on. Like he's got some real dark stuff in his life whatever um but how about how about shady mccoy going from winning the super bowl with the chiefs and now maybe winning the super bowl with the bucks that would be how pretty bad and you know what he was a healthy scratch for the super bowl last year still got still gets a ring still counts i want him to like win the scoring the, the, the win, win i want him to score the winning touchdown for the bucks to, today 
it's Super Bowl Sunday if we haven't already said that. But I want to, I want, I want to see him to see Shady McCoy score the winner. It's like, don't scratch me, bro. What's this about? That would be pretty cool. Did he win? Was he on the team with the Eagles when they won? No, 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 no. He had been off by then. Yeah, he went up to he went up Buffalo. to Buffalo for several seasons, um, and then I think he hopped around one other team before he got to Kansas City. He, I, he, I think he actually retired for half a season before Kansas City called him up out of nowhere because Andy Reid likes him. Gotcha. Which you know makes sense. It would have been um, cool. If, it would have been cool if Sean McCoy would have won. Could potentially win. Three Super Bowls for three different teams, but I guess yeah. that's not going to happen. But anyways, yeah. Um, Arrowhead or Raymond James? Think about this one. That's tough. Yeah, because I do, I do like the pirate ship. I think that's one of the coolest things in the world. I wish they would do that in Pittsburgh for baseball because that would be that'd be pretty sweet with the pirates. That would but be so cool, Scott. That would cost be, too much money cool. though. The pirates would never dish out that kind of money. <laughs> They would. They never would. But that would be so cool. But so that that's got that's got it. You know, it's going. It's got it going for him. But the Arrowhead Arrowhead Stadium, it's pretty renowned for being the loudest stadium in the NFL. Like, you know, it's like it's an iconic Titantron. It's got up there with that cool shape. You know, like like I gotta go. I gotta go with Arrowhead. That's 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 pretty cool. You know, one of the things I appreciate most about you, Scotty, is you call it a Titantron and not a Jumbotron. I really appreciate that about you. Well, you know, gotta give because, it a good, an extra size where it counts, you know? Because it is a Titantron. It is a Titantron. There you go. Yeah. Um, two more. Royals or the Rays? Oh. little baseball talk. I'm going to go with the Rays because I think that the Rays have, are successfully doing what the Pirates maybe want to do. Uh, and the Royals had a really good season back in like 2015, 2016. Like they had a, they were a nice little flash, but uh, I got to go with the Rays on this one. Nice little flash. Yeah, yeah. good good analysis there. He's a nice little flash. A little flash. A cup, a cup of coffee in the playoffs. Um, all right, last one. Tony Gonzalez or Warren Sapp? Oh, that's the <laughs> toughest one. Wow. Holy Two Hall of Famers, man. That is tough. I That is a really hard one, but it, since we got to do this quick and – I got to go with Warren Sapp because that guy was so dominant. Like he, 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 he put defensive tackles on the map. He inspired a generation of kids to become defensive tackles because of how good he, how good he was. Not to say that Tony Gonzalez wasn't, but man, Warren Sapp, what a guy. Yeah, you're right. Reggie Wayne didn't do any of that. Um, But Reggie White. Oh my gosh. Reggie White. Oh boy. Been a lot. Yeah, it's it's a little earlier where I am. Okay. Yeah. What were you? Who were you trying to say? Reggie White. Reggie White. You said Reggie Wayne. Gosh. Well, yeah. You, but... said, you said you said you you said Warren Sapp. This is a, this is totally this is exactly how I expected this whole thing to go. This whole show. I expected it to be you would make some crazy claim about how Warren Sapp put defensive tackles on the map, and then I would call back the actual person that put defensive tackles on the map and get his name wrong. That's how I expected this all to go, and it and, went perfectly as planned. And Reg and Reggie White was also defensive end, not defensive tackle, but you know, oh, come neither on. here nor there. Okay, neither it is neither here nor there. I like I, I would I would probably take Tony Gonzalez because Tony Gonzalez made me like the Chiefs. I mean, that watching him play, he was their entire offense. He was. I think I honestly think he's the best tight end in history of all time. I agree. Yeah, love love Tony Gonzalez. Love Gonzo. Um. That's it. Top three. Me first. 
Let's go. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Top three best American cities to go to a vacation. Go on vacation. Oh my goodness. All right. Um, New York City. Miami. And Chicago. Mm, okay. Mm. Top three Brad Pitt movies. Oh my gosh. I know, I know, I know what you're thinking. There's way more than three. There is way more than three. All right. Snatch is definitely number one. Uh, Number two, I would say seven. Ooh. And number three, I would go Ocean's Eleven. All right. That's a wrap. Talk to you next time. What's in the box? All right. So if you've listened this far, you must for some reason, like what you've heard. So um, given that, please remember to like and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, Make sure to follow us on Twitter at ObsessionCast for all future episode updates and whatever else we might post sports-related or otherwise. Thanks for watching.